0: Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. One of the few remaining trusted resources for up-to-date medical news and information. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as haloacetic acids and Easter Monday, so I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron.
0: Oh, Dr. London, it's so good to see you, and it's so good to get together with my friend and talk about some of the stuff we love, right?
1: Yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of coming in with weird energy like I'm, here. It
0: sounds like I'm leading to something already, just immediately, yeah. like I've, I've got an angle. No, no. Oh, well, actually, now that you suggest it, now that you suggest having an angle... I was thinking that maybe we sort of shake up this show a little bit, Dr. London. I've been looking through some of the like popular podcasts that have come out, and a lot of them are like these it's like recapping shows from like 20 years ago. It'll be about The Sopranos or Deadwood or something like that. Okay. And I'm thinking like how can we capture that audience? So, if we I'm thinking that this is a medical show, this is an interview Guest show. It is also a Blues Clues recap show. Yes. Okay. Right. This. Because yeah. If you think about it, we know that our it, it, we know that our audience is illiterate. If you're listening to this, just by the way, we we ran the numbers. We uh, we figured out sort of the analytics and and our demographics, and we figured out that every single listener of this show is between the ages of 45 and 55 and illiterate. So I think like Blues Clues would be a really really helpful thing for them they can maybe watch the episode before they listen to our episode.
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, like, because I have been feeling like, you know, we're teaching at something close to a third-year medical student level, uh, and maybe we could use a bridge through, because once, as you said, if they are illiterate, sorry, you, the listener, are illiterate, and if there is just the tiniest bit of a bridge between that level of education and where they're at, so Blue's Clues, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so I, throughout the episode, I'm going to be popping up with sort of fun facts about the show, like, did you know that Blue is, it's uh, like a cartoon, it's not really an animal that exists, uh, and did you know that,
1: that? Well, do, Like, do you have evidence for that? Sorry, I don't mean to...
0: Well, I mean, we. I think there's a lot of theories going around. I think when you sort of look at a lot of the frames, I'm really good at detecting deep fakes in Photoshop's. Yeah. And when you really look at some of the frames, you can sort of see that something is a little off with this guy.
1: Well, the Blue's Clues deep fakes have been rampant. So, it, like, to, for, for, to me, for you to just dismiss the idea that it's a real dog, um, like, I, I think maybe just, like, unless you have that as a fact, if studies have been done to prove it, then I'm not believing this fun fact right off the bat.
0: I love this convenient position that, oh yeah, the, the video where Blue comes out and says that he supports Russia, that must be a deepfake. But all these other videos, that actually must be Blue. Wow, how convenient. It's sometimes a deepfake and sometimes not. Or let's look at the reality. It was created by a computer or a guy drawing or something.
1: I just... You know, I... Let's, I I'm so scared to see where the fun facts will go from here or the recaps whatever because I, I there's so much division right at the start uh, but, but I guess we'll see we'll see and maybe it'll it'll probably be easy after yeah if after you this. get
0: over yourself and and face reality I think it would will be like a lot easier that sounds like a really really good point so that's
1: that's our producer Cameron also with us is this is the house The Blues Clues deep fakes have been rampant. Blues
0: Clues. Blues Clues. Blues Clues. Blues Clues. Blues Clues. Blues Clues.
1: Big Cameron tells them we can expect a special guest is is it blue that blue's, I am not sure of
0: it? I would say probably not just because blue is according to the pixels is a deep fake
1: okay well whatever this is
0: so stupid. probably not, but I'm excited to see our guests as you know are sort of just they just sort of like happen who knows where they came from or how they came to be
1: yeah I just I mean, I know that, I know, I don't know that you'd put forth the effort now, but you did at one point have sort of, you set. you saw a a military recruitment station and then you saw it and you were like, oh, let's just do that. And so you set up what you called a rival recruitment station right next to it and said, like you kept, every time they would say like, oh, you got these benefits, these ones, you would shout over him that you had better benefits with
0: well, and this is this is also why so many of our early guests are enlisted now. Because we, I, I, we sort of came to a compromise, me and the, the army recruiter. Like, if they hit up my podcast guest booth first, then we can sort of just funnel them into the U.S. military. And, you know, our illegal occupation of other countries and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I just, anyway, all I have to say, like, you have put forth effort sometimes. It's just. I mean, from what it sounds like, not today.
0: Yeah, again, who knows? Who knows if I'll have effort today? Right.
1: Okay. Well, um, before we move on, I would like to address, address a bit of listener feedback. So, as Cameron said, our marketing demographics have changed. So, we are... Uh, we're, our consumers, our, our listeners are illiterate. So, the nature of the feedback that we receive is also... It ch- it has changed and adapted, similarly. So, this week's feedback comes in the form of what seems to be a picture uh, ripped out of a coloring book. Uh, it looks like a picture of some cartoon mice next to a house. And there's a little scribble of orange crayon in the corner of the page outside of the picture. So, uh, so this is obviously a good time to remind our listeners that... So, we should try to color inside of the lines when we draw in our coloring books, Okay. Like it's it's not funny. It's not it's not well, cool or okay. silly. To
0: you don't think that you're limiting the creativity of our listeners who might see a line and scoff at it and say, you know, you can't control me. You can't keep me in between these perimeters.
1: I like I get that perspective. And like we we say as adults who have gone through this process, gone through that education, we can say after we've done it let's try to draw outside the lines but our listeners are not on that level they
0: sure but i mean i think this is this is like the old uh you know that fake einstein quote that stupid people quote about how like a like a fish if a fish tried to ride a bike it would think it was a failure because it's you know, just in the wrong environment you know that you know, that yeah. quote that like stupid people because well,
1: fish are terrible at biking
0: yeah, I mean, depending. I think this was before BMX, like okay, okay. the quote. But yes, but uh, yeah, it's sort of, uh, it's sort of basically like like that, Doctor London. They, our listeners, thrive outside the lines, Doctor London. You look at their drawings and use, or you know, not drawings. They're not drawing anything. They're just coloring it. Yeah. in. But you look at the colors that they're splattering onto this page, sort of randomly, and you say, "Oh, you're doing it wrong." You're judging a fish by its bike riding abilities and not by its, uh, well, I guess whatever fish do.
1: Okay, I, and I don't eating, I, floating. Fish historically, yeah, they're they're really good at floating. One of their better attributes. I, so I just one final thing on my part. So like practically, when they when it comes time to search for jobs, being able to color within the lines is actually super important when it comes to job hunting. You know, you're you're looking for a place of employment, they're going to want to know that you can draw inside the lines. If you've never done it, if you always scoffed at it, your, your employer's going to say, like, well, let's pick the other candidate because they know how to do that.
0: Do you really think our listeners have employers, Dr. London? No,
1: but I think this is why! This is why!
0: Oh. Um, hey, you know what? You, you brought up a good argument. You backed it up with the science, and uh, I got to concede. You're right.
1: Thank you. I just, and I don't, it's not about being right. I want to say that. Like, I know I, outside of the podcast, I will often say it is about being right. But in this moment, yeah. it's, it's for the listeners, you know?
0: Uh, it just, you know, I'm just, I, I'm a guy who is very pro-imagination. Uh, much like Blue and Steve when they found an empty box. This is an April 9th, 2001 episode. They found it in the backyard and they kind of figure out if they imagine. They can use the box to be a rocket ship or like a car or like an office or whatever. But they It isn't that cool. But they
1: couldn't, right?
0: Blue couldn't because blue is not real. Blue is an animated dog. Well no. I We don't need to get fixated on this again. We can uh do we want to reply? I mean, besides the our, our listeners' coloring ability, is there is there a reply you I, want to give? To, I I just want
1: to, honestly, this is one of those things where I have to be kind of stern, and I have to say like, no, you need this is a life skill you need to have. Like it's it's just if when it comes time to get a getting a job, they're gonna need it.
0: No, no, that's true, and I mean it's not unlike some of the life skills you need, such as when Steve uh ha, ha, was feeling shy. In March 12th, 2001 episode.
1: No, I call BS. No, that cannot be a fun fact. Yeah. What, what was the date? What was the date?
0: Uh, March 12th, 2001. So it would have been right before 9-11. I mean, you know. Wow. Some months before. Like six months before.
1: Six months before, but enough. It's honestly okay.
0: almost exactly six months before 9-11, because it's March 12th.
1: Yeah. Um... So if he was shy that day, six months later, the towers get hit. You know, I, okay, I can't, I can't, with the evidence I currently have, I can't refute that fun fact. Okay. Okay.
0: That's what makes it fun. Yeah, okay. That's what makes it fun is that London can't shoot it down.
1: That is what makes it fun. Okay. Uh, but to the listener who sent the feedback, thank you for listening. And now for today's medical topic, hepatic adenoma. <phone rings> A hepatic adenoma is a benign liver lesion that changes with hormone levels. So, during pregnancy, if a patient has a hepatic adenoma, then the increased estrogen levels from the pregnancy may cause the hepatic adenoma to grow and even rupture, so, you know, pop or explode. So, it should be noted that these adenomas can cause pain with these potential growths and rupturing. Um, So... Diagnosis, you're gonna want to go ahead and uh, take a biopsy, take a sample of that hepatic adenoma um, for a definitive diagnostic test. And I uh, and also, uh, sorry,
0: to, sorry to interrupt, Doctor Lennon. I actually, mm-hmm. I did something a little special, but before this lesson, I did some research of my own as well. Oh, uh, uh, over the subject, and so I, I mean, if can, I, do you mind if I please, uh, like a question that came up pretty frequently that I I had during my research? Okay, okay, so it says. It says, set up Google Chrome profile.
1: Okay. Yeah. No, okay. I get this one a lot. Okay. Okay. Uh, is, that, is that a question? Because it sounds like a statement.
0: Well, it does say to access your Chrome stuff across all your devices, sign in, and then turn on sync.
1: Did it say NSYNC? Or like what? I'm sorry. There are just a lot of things that that word can be. Um,
0: here, let me get closer to my computer.
1: Yeah. Okay. Do you want to maybe go? Okay. Um. No, you're on top. Okay. No, I think uh, it's on sync. Okay. So is that maybe that's a cover band? So you're gonna want to find an N sync cover band. Uh, you, they. I don't know. Um. I don't know how easy that is to find. I've never, like, obviously, I've never set up Google Chrome like this. You yeah. Know, I usually have. Uh, but, but clearly you need to have, um, I, I don't know all the members, but that had Justin Timberlake in it, right? As, as a, you know, yeah, guy who went Justin
0: Timberlake, name. Lance Bass was in there. Some of the yeah. other guys, you know, when I went to Six Flags as a child during Christmas time one time, there was a boy band performing of, I assume just random Six Flags workers that call themselves boys to Christmas. Do you think they're still performing?
1: I, I think for your sake. To start up chrome, you're going to have to find that band and uh I guess invite them over, see if they can figure it out
0: oh the, i I imagine they won't be able to
1: okay just just based on how they performed
0: yeah, they didn't seem like they had their their ish together
1: okay, okay, well, I guess you know, like maybe um and I, I see that. So this has really been bogging down your research. Uh, we'll have to come back to it, honestly. I'm sorry to no, say.
0: What do you mean bogging down my research? Sorry. That, that was my research.
1: Yeah, sorry. The, the research... Well, you know how you get bogged down in your research. That's what I mean. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that, yeah I was very busy. Yeah. That is true.
1: Okay. Um, but I, and I'm sorry to go back to this, but uh, you'll, in a hepatic adenoma, um, the, one of the reasons you'll want to biopsy it is because adenomas have a small... But still, there, it's, there's a risk of malignancy. So the biopsy is—it's um, actually more essential in adenoba than in some other liver lesions. So.
0: And that reminds me of actually something that had come up in some of my research as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Let's hear it.
0: So for this one, so for this one, you have to select just continue without an account. You have to. Okay? And then you get for this for this research that i okay, found yes okay and then you get to this new page that says customize your chrome profile and you can add a label or pick a theme color or both
1: okay and um the-
0: so that's where my research has sort of led me
1: okay okay you're just presenting your findings topic. i thought you had a
0: question but it sounds like oh no 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 i'm 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 participating yeah i'm, I'm trying to inform the no listeners. thank
1: you and, you know it's you know, you usually you seem to just criticize what I do, but this is a great example of how you can bring your own presentation.
0: Well, and the, the the medical lessons on this podcast just spread so much misinformation that I feel like maybe injecting some real information would be would be helpful.
1: Yeah, no, no, we we do. That's a lot of our feedback as well. So, um, okay, well, this, uh, so great. Um, so that's the medical lesson, and that sounds like that's also the the research on how to use computer. Uh, So I guess we'll move on from there if we're both finished with our presentations.
0: Let me see. um, Let me check my notes real quick. Okay, so they have... I mean, dark purple is what it's selected by default, but they do have dark blue, dark teal, dark green, dark red and orange, dark pink and red, beige, orange, light green... And I don't want to cut you off
1: here, but I'm wondering just, is this... this is part aspect of the research. Uh, do you need my help for it? Or is this, are you just working through it? And this is, you're just going to, Oh,
0: I'm just sorry. I'm speaking out loud and, and, and just working through it. So this is is part of the job. I really, this is the research. This is whenever you got to do your head
1: is in it. Talk it through. I'm kind of obsessed. So, uh, but yeah, let's, let's go and move on. Light
0: blue. I mean, pink, pink and white. I I hate to to catch
1: you in this again, but I do the same thing. We should move on because the listeners are, are very illiterate so okay okay
0: just i mean if you if you check your chrome profile and you don't like the color just remember whose fault that is
1: okay okay no I'll, i'll i'll take that uh all right cameron you said that we have a guest today is that right
0: that's right dr london today we have one of the most interesting, and coolest guest that we've ever had on this show, Dr. London. Wait,
1: I'm sorry, both?
0: That's what, that, that's what he said.
1: Okay, so interesting. So,
0: self-described.
1: And coolest, okay. Yes. All right, well, um, hello there. My name is Doctor Smith.com. this is our producer Cameron. Uh, what was your name?
2: Hello, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here across the pond here. Yeah, um, I'm Professor Gnarls X Xylophone. Oh. That's gnarls is in gnarls, but no G pronunciation. X Xylophone is in Xylophone X pronunciation. Okay. Okay,
0: so you're sort of a gnarls Barkley Xylophone guy? Is that what I'm getting from this?
2: Funny enough, no. But,
0: however, I that am friends funny. with Those the former. Funny. You remember the
2: dog from Sesame Street? Uh, we do have a relationship, a friendly relationship, platonic,
0: friendly relationship. Wait, wait. Yeah, which dog are we talking about on Sesame Street? I've got to have got to recapture some childhood memories. Bar- Barkley,
2: Barkley would be the dog, big fuzzy dog. Charles Barkley. Oh Bar- Bar- yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, we've formed a company together briefly. Gnarls Barkley Education. I'm of course an educator. That's why the professor. That's not actually my given name. It's a title. Wait, the professor. Is professor a, is the title. Title. Okay, yeah. not the xylophone.
0: Narls isn't a title, is no, it? No,
2: Narls was my is is a name. Narls the
0: fourth. Oh wow, a family name. For
2: for Cameron, that the Cameron
1: was a title, and the producer was your given name.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. in my culture, we sort of swap them around.
2: Did that? Did that determine your profession? Didn't hurt.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you do, you do have to become what you're named after, that, that you do have that expectation.
2: Uh, that's a good thing I, I started a company with Gnarls. I would have had to be who knows what. In England, Gnarls is some kind of a ditch digger.
0: Like oh. uh, doc, Dr. London, for example, if he grew up to be, if he was from my culture, which is uh, north-central Dallas, it's sort of like a very specific culture. That's a culture then. It, if if Doctor London had come from the same thing, he would be forced to leave and be shunned because he became a lowly doctor rather than a Smith, which is what his last name is.
1: And instead, I am—I was still forced to leave, and I still am shunned. Oh, your
0: your culture is very similar to ours, then.
1: Yeah, just um, just unrelated to like. Yeah. I think that's a you were little little northeast
0: Dallas, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. So you you could tell by my accent. Yeah. Yeah
2: never gotten used to some of the regional uh, regionalisms here. It's such a big big country.
0: You would have also Professor... had the
2: option to become a, a, a capital city in my country.
0: Professor Xylophone, where is your your country?
2: Oh, well, I, I come from uh, over there across the pond, the United Kingdom, the UK, England. You guys,
1: you finally united? Well, <laughs> you
2: did Thank it. you, I like to think of it that way. I have lived over there for yeah. quite a while. I'm over here. Uh, applying my trade as an educator. Been here in the USA uh, for oh, I don't know, something like twenty-five years, perhaps. I have to be a little vague. Uh, you, you'll see. The nature of
0: the school that I run is yeah, a little I
2: w- clandestine, if you will.
0: I want to hear uh, or uh, X ex- is. N- Professor Gnarl's xylophone. Xylophone. Yes. Xylophone. You s-
1: Cameron, your accent. You're I'm just- so
0: sorry. My North Central Dallas accent is just really coming through right now. I'm very, very embarrassed. All right, so I'm not prejudiced. To- you, well, you should be, be. Yeah. because if if you met a lot of the Northeast Dallas people like Dr. London here, you would you would judge a lot harsher. But what what do you teach exactly? What do you do?
2: Well, I, I come from the, the Gnarls Xylophone School for Swell Kids. I, that's actually one of the reasons I'm here. I, we're working going through a branding change, a name change. Uh, along with an, uh, an announcement. So I, I would say it's less traditional education and more s- super ability management is more the head of the curriculum, the, the the
0: focus, if you will. Oh, so like they're real, like you're talking about AP classes. They're really smart. This, so smart, it's basically a superpower. This is a
1: lot like what we do with a podcast. Right, yeah.
2: right. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, but Cockney there. <clears>
1: hmm <throat> Ours ours is also very special. A lot of our listeners are very special. Oh,
0: yes, I see. I... Actually, do you do you want to show the professor some of our the drawings? The, I know you hate them because they're drawing outside the lines, but or coloring outside the lines. If you could just
1: Yeah, yeah, let me just um Yeah, so th- th- this one? Yeah. So this one, as you can see, it's meant to be a unicorn, but then they drew a picture of uh, just it, it look it, it's just a stick figure hanging from a tree and on fire, and uh, it has an arrow drawn to it, and it says lamban which, which I, yeah, I think means London. So, so they're really fun, exciting. Yeah, um, it's
0: usually pictures of something with an arrow pointed at it that says Lermden, Lomden, Loomden, or you know some sort of.
2: It's Always tend to be a yeah. violent bastardization situation. of London, yes. Yeah, so tend to be, a, it, it yeah, which me.
0: no, so uh, you <laughs> say, yeah, I would say a lot of them are more stink line related. We have we've covered that pretty extensively in the show. Sometimes it'll be, uh, like you'll just look very weak, and then there'll be a, a drawing of me next to you, and it's sort of just sort of a counterbalance, yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, so, some that's clearly post mortem, um, a lot of tombstone drawings which like they're so good at their shapes they're oh i'm i'm so proud of our
0: little class
2: uh, yes i you know i'd suggest saving some of those in a file maybe for evidence later just in case there's any oh yeah pending they all
0: case. go on the fridge yeah. they oh, all yeah. go on the fridge don't
2: don't worry
1: yes it's they are
2: and we very big expand fridge. the fridge i'm yes i'm very impressed i the,
0: thought it yeah, was the, some
2: kind of a i thought it was a wall when i came in mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you can see the wall is actually not supposed to be that thick, but it's just, I mean, literally thousands, layers and layers of thousands of these drawings. It's very...
2: Thickness of the wall doesn't matter if you know any children who can walk through walls, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Which you don't, because I haven't talked uh, about it.
0: Uh, w- uh, yeah, I, wait, what? Are you, you teach ghosts? Is that what I'm hearing? No, no, wow. not ghosts.
2: See, this is the this Is, is the there a ghost thing. here? Am I? Oh, Am I a ghost? <laughs> you, well, I don't know. You do keep disappearing, but that might be a virtual background issue. I'm not a tech- technical expert.
0: Yeah, that would be more of a London expert. London's sort of the producer of the show. He sets everything up, does all the computer stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, haven't dealt with ghosts, but perhaps psychic residual energy uh, turning into some type of malevolent supervillain. We, uh, we get that occasionally at the school. But no, I'm here to announce that uh, I'm here to announce to the world this is a, okay. this is a, a scoop, as I believe you oh. Americans call oh, it. Oh, wow. exclusive. Yes, 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 Lucy. Lucy, uh, mm. I believe is the, the, the journalist who first coined that. She, she was from England. But I'm here to announce that in my school, the Gnarls Xylophone School for Swell Kids, we have actually been keeping under wraps mutant powers. The next step of human evolution is actually inherent oh, wow. to the genetic makeup of the students in my school. Wow. I
0: mean... If we're talking the next stage of human evolution, Dr. Lynn, do you want to show him your extra finger? Not. Ooh. It's in the other room. This is interesting. Um, Detachable, eh? Well, it's... Well, he, t- he took it home from work.
1: It, it was impressive because, I mean, you know how, like, worms can creep and crawl along. The finger figured out how to do that. So I've actually... I say it's in the other room. Last I saw it, it was in the other room. And it's oh, been kind wow. of on the move here. It could be... I, it has, I had to put like um, rags on, at the bottom of the door so it doesn't get in. Um, can you um, control it
2: with your
0: mind?
1: Oh, no. It's,
2: um, it's
0: got a mind of its own.
1: Yeah, I don't know whose finger it is, if that's what you're getting at.
2: Well, no, but no. Yes. I, uh, I have a, a student, we call, we call her Limmy, and uh, she can actually control severed limbs. Once they've been oh, severed, wow. her her mutant ability that she has, it heightened awareness and uh, ability to control severed limbs.
0: Yeah, I want to hear more about like you say mutant ability. When I think mutant ability, I think like arms, extra arms growing out of your body, or you look like a sewer monster or that kind of thing. But you're talking about walking through walls and controlling limbs. I, I mean, what?
1: And just to just to clarify here. We talk on our podcast so much about genetic defects as well, uh, so it's we're on the same page here. You know, d- d- familial adenosis, polyposis. You know, eme uh one lactose intolerance. Yeah, we're we're on the same page with you here. But yeah, keep keep going.
2: Chronic underweightness, skinny jeans. I believe that one's called. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, oh I, yeah, we I've, covered I've the skinny jeans quite sure, a bit. Sure. Sure. Uh, Trauma induced. Okay People getting kicked out of their culture or attacked with knives. Those are bootcut genes, I believe. But mm-hmm. you know, we, all, we're all, we all know genes, you know, we don't have to show off mm-hmm. here. And uh, what happens is with certain individuals, what we're finding is when they hit their adolescence, they emerge this superpowered X-gene mutation, Whoa. which they're then able to demonstrate, we've, we've had to stay in hiding in order to keep these, these youngsters safe from the world. But but we're here to announce, I'm here to announce, that we're here. In the words of millionaire Paul Kirby, William H. Macy's classic character from Jurassic Park 3, I'm not going anywhere. And you can take wow. I'm and change it to we if you, if you like. It applies to all of us w- mutants.
0: Was okay. he referring to his future jail cell?
2: Uh, I'm not sure, not sure. The, the film was mostly about dinosaurs.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know it, yeah, how it much it went been. into Contest. his daughters. He <laughs> could with premonition
2: powers, perhaps.
0: Oh so, wow!
1: So this is so it's all these folks, like all these young people in their in, in their adolescence. They, when you refer to their powers, or any of them, like do you just mean they get hot? Because like I don't think it's fair to exploit all that. Like that, like a lot of people say, Isn't like, a crass oh, American
2: term, hot. What do you, what do you mean, hot? Do I mean just, attractive. A lot of Perhaps this is the wrong program. Yeah,
1: I just feel like. A lot of exploitation happens at that age, and I don't, I don't want to like, g- you know, be all down on you from the start here. But like, it sounds like maybe,
0: um, like, are the power? Are you asking if the powers are puberty, basically?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: I guess I guess that is my question. Like, are a
0: lot of the kids' powers like acne related or like pubic hair related or something like that?
2: You, you know, I don't. The acne hasn't come up, and uh, really, I leave that to their their medical professional. With we don't really examine the the pubic uh, regions at, at the school. Good. Yes. Good! I, I'm not sure the I'm, I'm not really sure what American education system is like, but that's I know you do uh, eye, eye exams in school, but.
0: If you had a medical doctor on staff, I don't know, I, don't, I just don't understand, what are these, give me some examples of some of these powers so I have a better sort of grasp of it. Yes,
2: well, when you say hot, that's why I was asking. I, we have a child who can generate fire just from their skin, turn on, you know, oh, fire. Oh, wow. One of the misconceptions is that these powers could be dangerous. That's why we've had to be in hiding. We have to uh, w- watch out. We, now we've got some that can read minds. Uh, we have some mutants that can see what you're thinking and uh, I have a friend broadcast who, it to others. Whenever
1: they know my sign, my astrological sign, it's, they do the same thing. They can read my mind. I
0: have a buddy who won a four-game parlay, and he only bet 10 bucks, but he got like 400 back. Do you think that he falls into this category? Well, it could be. He should
2: come by the school. I'll, I'll, I'll give, you, give you the website and the address, because like I say, we used to be under hiding. Now we're announcing. We're, we're not hiding anymore. In the words of Lieutenant Hikaru Sulu, John Cho <laughs> portrayal in Star Trek Into Darkness, All will do respect, sir, but we're not going anywhere. Wow. Was he talking about William H. Macy's future jail cell? I think so. It's a cameo that was cut from the film. It's, it's nice to be sense. on here with some cinephiles. I find these quotes help to deliver the the message.
0: Huge movie head. I've seen all the biggest ones. Avatar.
1: Longest ones. You mean you've seen the longest movies?
0: Yes. Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Uh, I watched a Ken Burns documentary all the way through in one sitting, which I consider a movie. It was an 18-hour movie.
1: Lord of the Rings trilogy extended editions.
2: Well, I've done the Lord of the Rings marathon, but never the Ken Burns. That would be a good tradition. Well, you know, we'll do that at the school next Christmas break. Many of the, the children don't have homes to stay in. That's why many oh, wow. of the mutants get angry. Oh, it reminds me, reminds me actually. Could you, do you mind? Can I do a quick, I believe you Americans call it a, a shout out to our to first oh, yeah, audience, for sure, audience member? Thank you. Thank you. Eric. Eric, I know you're out there, and I know you're listening. I know that you stalk every public appearance that I have in this insane chess game that we play for the souls of mankind. Eric, please, come to your senses. Back down from this plan to kill all the normal humans. You must stop. You must come to your senses, or me and my special enlightened youngsters will stop you at every turn. I know that you dream of strolling casually over the corpses of the humans, like some god ascending to a throne as the new evolutionary step but you must see reason. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. I just uh, that was yeah. a little shout out to an old friend. Can I can you, I do a follow up for to that? Oh, oh sure, Rick. sure, yes.
1: Just okay. So, Eric, you're 44 to 45 years old. That much I know because you listen to this podcast. I also know that you're illiterate because well, that's quite presumption because you listen to this podcast. No, we we've, we've run the numbers. It's it's pretty specific here. So, Eric, just so if you see a sign that's red and it has eight, si- I know the is going to be tough. It, stop sign uh, and colors are tough. To- and you know what? Actually, I don't, I don't know that anything I say on here will help
2: that much. Um, it's possible. I I'm not sure that he your- knows the
0: concept of how to stop his actions. Can I, can I do a bit of, I mean, are you done? Yeah. So just a quick shout out. Um, Eric. Uh, you are an English rock and blues guitarist, singer, and songwriter widely regarded as one of the most important and influential guitarists of all time. And I think that's really special.
1: Are you talking about? Wait, that's a a forty-four-year-old. Different, different Eric,
2: perhaps. But
0: I really—if it's one of our listeners, no, I've
2: never seen them. (laughs) I've never seen them in the same place at the same time. If it's the Eric, I think I do know that they're both tired of all the BS they say.
0: Oh, yeah. The Eric I'm thinking of is very tired of the BS and Snowflakes. Wait.
2: Is BS a reference to Blue's Clues somehow? B- Blue's... Yes, S stands for clues. Okay. In, in England,
0: that's how we spell it. Wow, this reminds me of a classic Blue's Clues episode, Blue's Favorite Song, where Blue introduces Steve to Cannibal Corpse, and he goes through all the hugest hits of the band, um, you know... You like Blue, say, Blue's a fan of Cannibal Corpse, then. Huge, huge fan. That's what that episode is, is sort of about.
2: So much to learn. So much to learn what, from this, wait, this, yes. What was the clue in that
1: episode? Was there a clue? Or was it I just think... show him the band?
0: I, yeah I, I think that I think I believe the band members make a cameo in the episode, and so I think the clue sort of leads them to their tour van where then they get to sort of like smoke weed and hang out with them.
2: This is one wow. of the, the, the this episode's a little harder to find in the
0: streaming services. Oh, these days, yeah, because of copyrights and everything. but yeah, I mean, blue starts talking about I mean Hammer smash face, I come blood inhumane harvest some of just sort of the like most popular cc stuff
2: <laughs> i should introduce you to uh, uh, uh streaming simon he's one of our that's a nickname we have for one of our students he his mutant ability is that he can locate anything in streaming uh, oh, and like wow. pirate it uh, no he just knows where stuff. it is he just knows where it is but he can hone in on the cheapest uh, on the cheapest of it, but oh. now if he's hanging out with uh, with uh, with password Pete, uh, then then you got something going there.
0: Does is someone's special ability f- like knowing how to torrent things and maybe set up like a Plex server?
2: <laughs> no, uh, you know we, we haven't we haven't found that one yet. That's an interesting oh, one wow. to watch for. We do have a a, a, a her name is uh speaker seeker is what they call her. She actually can broadcast uh, her own podcast. Uh, through with her mind, she doesn't need any equipment. She just broadcasts it, but it, it has to go through the app speaker.
0: Oh wow, yeah, that is extre- extremely specific. But it sounds like it would save on hosting, right? Well, yes, and, and they do keep pressuring her to upgrade. Uh, you only get ten episodes for mm. free. Let's see? Oh wow, yeah, that's pretty rough, yeah, especially to have your powers tied to a subscription service like that.
2: Oh well, she's only fifteen. It's hard to get a job, you know. But yeah. next year, she's she's thinking of taking it past the ten.
1: Yeah, you yeah, know, maybe. Maybe if she uh, worked on coloring within the lines, she would uh, she would get somewhere. Sorry Stop to bring this up again. Stop trying
0: to stifle imagination, Doctor London. Who are you? Do you not remember the lessons we learned from Blue in the Box? Yeah,
1: Blue the real dog. What about well, it?
2: In
0: our in our school,
2: oh. uh, coloring outside the lines, uh, metaphorically as well as uh, for, in some cases literally, can have dire consequences.
0: Uh, this is sort of what I want to hear about. Cause, so. Earlier you had said, people think our kids are dangerous, but they're not at all. But then you also say, these kids are really angry. You said a lot of our kids are really angry. And then you also mention a kid who can create fire out of nowhere. That, to me, is a combination that I don't really trust super well.
1: And the password thing. That and the
0: password thing was uh, honestly really concerning. Nuclear
1: launch codes. That's- As a person
0: whose identity has been stolen 164 times... The password thing is really, really stands out.
2: Yes. You know, and, and uh, our, our, our student Scanners has gotten, they nicknamed her that because of the movie. She's gotten a lot of flack, a <laughs> lot of flack. You've seen the movie where people's heads explode. Anyway, but, you know, not to get into too much specificity on that. Uh, this is why they need guidance. This is why we need to have a school that is set up so that we can come out into the oh. light. In the words of Tank Sullivan, James Garner's character from Space Cowboys,
0: we're staying. <laughs> Oh wow. Was that in reference to the Star Trek reference to William H Macy's future jail cell?
2: Yes, once again, I see you've seen the shared universe of these movies. People think the MCU started it, but
0: <laughs> no, it was the it was the Jurassic Park 3 Star Trek. And...
2: Yes, but that's that's where uh, one of the things that we're trying is, is different names. Like I said, we have a branding problem. Swell Kids just yep. doesn't get across the message. So, you know, we were thinking of doing the, the school for superpowered dudes and dudettes, trying to tie in with the young people. Mm. Okay. And I felt it was a little cis normative, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, definitely in this day and age, you might want to avoid that because you you don't want to have to adjust it in the future or anything like that.
1: Yeah, maybe like bros and hoes. Is that a little bit more? I gender still think fluid. you're running
0: into the same okay. binary issue. issue.
2: Still comes up there. I think that might be okay. delving a bit too deep under the surface of the kids. I culture. mean, is is,
0: is bros, hoes, and those too? Is is that maybe too uh, disrespectful or putting
2: it on the list? You know, I don't. I like to keep, uh, as I say do, at the school. You know, there's no wrong answers. Maybe like, oh, well, each class. That's a that's a big
1: distinction from ours. Uh, there are a lot of wrong answers on the jock doc podcast. That wasn't
2: your medical school culture. No,
1: well, I mean, to some extent it wasn't art. They definitely, you know, it's a, you know, when you ask how much of this concoction do we add to this one, they would be like, "Eh." Um, well,
0: you had a class that said there is no right answer and everyone got every question wrong.
1: Yes. And that was, that was one of the easier classes. Yeah. Uh, like, I got a lot of extra credit, actually. That's how I did so well on that one. Oh, wow. I put a lot of answers, a lot of, like, essays saying, like, I know I'm wrong, but still.
0: But I'm going to double down on it anyway. Yeah. And yeah. they were like,
1: that's what we want in a doctor. We want you to be wrong the whole time, but yeah, still Yeah, and insist. then when
0: being shown new new information, not adjusting at all. Yeah. Standing your ground. Uh,
2: yes, oh, don't get me started on Stand Your Ground. Uh, it reminds me of Tom, uh, one of our students. They call him uh, Doubting Tom or Doubting Thomas. It's a little, you know, but he makes everyone believe they're wrong. He can. He doesn't oh, always wow. do that. Yes, yes. It's only if he uh, means to or sneezes near you, you'll doubt every decision you've ever made. Oh, wow. Well, sounds so- safe
0: yeah how so are they in control of these powers, or is it involuntary? Is it like a sneeze produces it or
2: well, it really depends on the child doesn't it it's it's something that we're trying know. to work on you know we're trying to work on that control aspect and we we you know we as far as visiting passes and off grounds we encourage them to stay on the grounds with their powers for some reason they all seem to be a little invulnerable to each other. not sure why that is superpowers seem to come with a certain amount of invulnerability without Actually,
0: calling attention to it. Not sure why that is either. Well, yeah, you gotta you gotta have a little plot armor just to you know keep things logical.
1: I I'd, I'd say you know that that is a big difference between your school and ours is um, most of our listeners like are pretty sick, pretty vulnerable. Yes. Uh, they're uh, like, and a lot of them have. It's it's sort of the opposite of plot armor. It seems that our podcast does make people ill. Yeah. Uh, like it compromises the immune system.
2: Well, we have healers too. I mean, I want to give the other side too. We have some kids who can who can cause healing. With a touch. Oh, wow. Um, we usually pair them up, roommates, with the ones that cause death with a touch. So, you know, that's just a lot of ways we can work with the reasonable accommodations of these mutant powers.
0: Oh, maybe you should use something like that in your branding, right? Really focus on the positive aspects of it, even in the title, possibly. And that'll just trick people into not thinking about these angry fire kids.
1: I don't know. The
0: fire is super important. Yeah, and it's badass, which helps.
2: Oh, do you think, I, I I toyed around with the idea of putting the word badass into the title of the school. Like the badass bunch? Ooh, very good, very good. Now, gender neutral. You wouldn't mind saying out loud you relinquished the title to this idea, would you?
0: Uh, Yeah, I relinquished this title in exchange for 30 points on the back end.
2: Oh, well, how about a guest
0: professorship? Uh, Do I have to do anything?
2: Well, it's up to you. I mean, you could give a name only, uh, or you can come do some guest lecturing.
0: Uh, I'll leave that up to you. I'm not going to show up, but I would love the title and whatever accolades come with that.
1: Well, hey, I I think you're selling yourself short. You have so many genetic defects and you know deformities that I think you could share.
0: Yeah, uh, is this rash? Is this a mutant thing? No, uh, it depends. J- does it uh, does it emit any kind of radar signal? Uh, I mean, do you want to smell it? And is it's, that what you're talking about? Because no, it does stink.
2: I'm, uh, my, own, I, my own mutant bower is to project energy and telekinesis and move things around, but I can't smell through Zoom. I'd have to get oh, uh, wow. uh, Smelly uh, in here. It's not a very good nickname. I'm trying to encourage the kids not to call him that. But uh, he can smell uh, anything through any electronic means.
1: Tell Smelly it's a perfectly normal nickname. Lots of very professional highly educated people have that nickname
2: Adopt- medical medical former child actors
1: for instance uh it's you know it's, it's tough to pin this stuff down on who has what but yeah it's it's a super normal very everyone people like it honestly like i think it honestly there were on them. there
0: were so many smellies in my class it was hard to keep track we had to start calling them smelly r smelly p smelly well, now S. the stink
2: lines certainly make make more sense as we're we're going moving forward <laughs> from I, the feedback I yeah did, i really appreciate the reduction of shame that's one of our main uh, goals at the xylophone uh, badass bunch uh mm-hmm. you know in the words in the words of john watherson aiden gilbert's adept performance and david mamet's the winslow boy here
1: mm. oh wow it's just
2: the one word but it's very powerful yeah I noticed. Yeah, no, I was counting. Uh, I believe in the movies handing something to someone, but it, still, I think it resonates with my goals for the children.
1: On that note, I feel like, like you know, we're talking about schools. We're talking oh, about don't do this getting work done. I know it's what just, you're
0: getting into. Let me ask one more question before okay. we get into it. What you? Okay, so your goal as an operation is rebrand. Let everyone know you exist, and then what?
2: Oh, well, you know, we're here to help. We're, we're, we've been actually low-key protecting the Earth for uh, quite some time. You know, these powers are oh. quite useful, uh, especially with uh, Eric and the angry Ingrimers. But uh, anyway, nastiness that we don't need to get into. Uh, but there's, there's lots of things uh, going on that may have ended the world by now if it wasn't for my students.
0: Lots of smells that need to be smelled through Zoom sessions.
2: Yes, that. Yeah. Yes, that that would be the most important. Nothing to oh, do wow. with Nothing to do with disasters or, you know, cities being dropped on other cities or anything like that. Anything like that. Yeah. Protecting the world
1: from from the illiterate Erics that are out there. Yes,
2: yeah. Yes. Don't antagonize too much there. Just let's just be a little bit let's just tread a bit a bit cautiously there.
1: I, I'm just trying to be accurate. But yeah, okay. Um uh, but, and I'm sorry to pull it again, but we gotta get some chores done today. We gotta do these
0: chores. Do you want me to explain what even the hell you're talking about? This is you, listeners. Yeah, yes. What the hell is Dr. London talking about? That's you. That's your stupid ass. So, this is, basically, what is a chore? A chore is a task that you've been assigned to do, and unfortunately, Dr. London and I have been neglecting all of our chores around the house because things have just been too busy around here. We've we've been through... I mean, we've gone through like 1,500 Blue's Clues episodes in the last few days just to get ready for this podcast. London didn't even know that it was for the podcast. He just thought, this is a fun time watching all these episodes. I'm mean, still suspicious. Yeah. But uh, so we we created this fun chore wheel that we spin every single week, and whatever it lands on, no matter what, we have to do it. And Dr. London, even if that means... Acknowledging that blue is an animated dog.: If that's the chore, you have to do it. Yes.:
1: And I hate I didn't I don't know how you thought ahead and put that on the wheel. But yes. Because yes, it's been I, there
0: for months.
1: Yeah. So actually, if um, professor, if you wouldn't mind maybe giving this a spin, Oh yes, yes, uh, let
2: me get the old telekinesis ready. Um, oh, let' me do it without my hands, if that's all right. just project my mind power. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, that's great. Oh, sorry. oh, there it goes.
1: Okay, and it's flying it's... around us.
0: Uh, and it's yeah, it's slowing down and speeding back up. Is that? Are you doing that intentionally, or is it just a poor connection, for yeah.
2: How do how do you want do you want it to land on something, or do you want it to be used as a projectile? Weapon? Ooh,
0: uh,
2: I've never had these options before. Yeah, I have
1: to choose. Uh, I. Yes, but is there a reason why you, you switch it to a weapon like why that's an option on the table it, i know you're you keep minimizing the idea that your school is full of violence and bad anything but it really sounds like it kind of swings back around the that.
0: yeah you defaulted to using this object as a weapon it's sort of like that's always an option
2: well i mean isn't it
0: yeah it is But, I mean, if you could just, yes, maybe just land it and then stop it on a particular chore. Okay, there we go. And, oh, no, of course we, uh, of course we have to do this, but we've got to uh, do our TED Talk. Yeah, all of us have been assigned a TEDx Talk uh and unfortunately i've been putting it off and uh, uh, professor you're on this list too you're gonna have to do one as well
2: oh yeah right all right i will
0: gather my how do how do we do would you take
2: turns or are we presenting together
0: we're gonna take turns and we're gonna uh there this is for the new tedx snapchat so they're trying to keep these to under a minute apparently i guess gen z can't comprehend anything over about 90 seconds so we're giving you know we're Trying to, trying to reduce it some. You don't have to but tell I
2: mean- me, Zoomers, and preparing lectures.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you have to deal with these Zoomers who can also, you know, kill you. Well, I'll some- tell
2: you. You know, weapon safety class, super villain destruction class, converting raw energy into lasers. All of those classes. Got to break them down. Break them down. Bite-sized chunks. But bite-sized yeah, chunks so. is a class. Not all, not all of them are in that one, but that's another class.
0: That's an elective?
2: yes yes for the, those with steel teeth or you know other one otherwise uh, a using lot of chewing base absolutely, Yeah, absolutely But
0: Dr. Linden do you want to I mean do you want to
1: get yeah. this going yeah 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 let me uh, pick a lecture and it's, it's on a topic that we choose right
0: uh yeah
1: okay yeah so my topic and I've gone on about this for a while but blue is a real dog
0: okay now, let's hear it
1: yeah now whenever we've we've all watched blue's clues of course and uh for anyone listening to this who disagrees will send send me an email uh 90 seconds okay um so you've seen blue give us clues uh what kind of fake dog could do that point number one um the types of clues we see blue will walk over to say a hairbrush and he'll go uh real dogs are capable of this and maybe that's the point that people are missing here real dogs can also go up to stuff and bark at it or at it possibly i haven't seen i haven't seen every dog but you know if they were blue potentially um so that's one thing dogs real dogs and blue both can bark at stuff so that's that's a lot of credit there blue in the show, okay, five, 10 seconds. Um, okay, uh, Blue, also in the show, was uh, uh, friendly, just like a real dog. Um, and uh, was into that one band, just like real dog.
0: Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I disagree, Dr. London, but I've got to give it up uh, for, for such an eloquent argument. Well done, I'm convinced.
2: And I don't go in for the cryptozoology very often. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, it's facts and it's just clear and it's evident. Okay. um, Professor, would you like to uh, take a spin? Give give us just a little sample of maybe one of your lectures or, you know, whatever you're feeling for this TED
2: Talk. Well, yeah. So, you know, there's one that I do out in the public, uh, out in the public when I'm going to identify. See, there's certain code words that, uh, I'll set this up just a little, Uh, mutants out in the community have certain code words. And uh, one of them is silly string. Silly string. So I won't go into the meaning. It doesn't matter. But I'm going to go ahead. I'll go ahead and give that presentation, a a shortened version of it. Shortened. Okay. Okay. Those of you out there, hello. If you find yourself with special abilities or powers, please resist the urge to silly string those around you, those who would torment you, those who treat you badly. Don't silly string them. Don't need to silly string your family. Silly string can be quite quite serious. It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem and why is it temporary come on down to xavier's badass bunch and you can learn at our boarding school why you don't need to silly string the world just silly string those that are trying to silly string the world like eric
0: wow and time it was very smart to make your tedx also an advertisement for your school well thank you that was a good idea. thank you i just it, it that, occurred to me are you you're probably feeling like a fool dr london huh
1: yeah, I could have been advertising for the podcast the whole time.
0: Or just your hospital. Well, I mean, uh, you might
2: make the argument that you're you're preaching to the choir for podcast listeners here. They they are already yeah. made it this I'd far say, into this thing.
1: Advertising for the hospital, it's honestly, it's been pretty full. Uh, oh, yeah. It's been pretty good. Sucks. Business has been good. Business so. has been
2: hot. Yeah. You've got some very small advertising team out there, uh, let's say, uh, virally spreading the message.
1: I. Yes, it's going viral, you know It's uh, uh, fun stuff, fun stuff But uh, Cameron, uh, you ready for your TED Talk?
0: Yes Since the dawn of time Man has judged other men by the way they dress And it has brought war and famine and conflict And all of these things Which is why I think the ultimate solution is that we, as humans Evolve past the need for clothes and wear garbage bags garbage bags insulated a b keeps the rain out c black which blacks matches everything well it can be white as well white also matches everything uh d you can put some of the trash that you have throughout the day you can put that in the bag and then just toss it later uh s- Ooh, did i already say d e 10 seconds Oh gosh! So if you if you put the garbage bag on, if you cut a hole in the bottom, then you can stick your head through, and then you cut two holes on the sides and those are your arms.
1: On time. Okay,
2: that was good. That was very informative. Um, I love the action item of the self-made poncho. It's
0: was, it was wonderful. It's you know I, it's encouraging creativity but also causing people to think a little bit like hey why do i spend so much money on clothes
2: many many of the modern trash bags can also contain fluids and and parts that uh may be oh torn apart or you know perhaps uh, leftovers from from a a, a regrettable incidents let's say yeah Yeah, like very strong when you wear it and then you wet yourself oh okay uh, that sure sure but Yes, yes. Parts. It was fragments of bone, whatever it is that's in the bag. No, we don't like. Yeah. To, you know, you don't need to
0: open a bag once you've tied it closed. No, especially if you're using it as a diaper, you probably don't want to open it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess we're. Would you mind? Because we have to store this chore wheel every week. Uh, just oh, it's certainly certainly, certainly. format a certain way. Would you mind?
0: Yeah. Dealer's choice. Oh, yeah. It it just sort of. It's, it's like it evaporated. That was kind of cool, honestly.
2: Oh, yes. I, I, uh, cool. Yes, I, I
0: hope so. I wasn't quite sure where to put it, so. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't, you didn't destroy it. Wait, what did you do with it? Did you just move it? I slipped it into an a, a, a inter-dimension, just an in-between dimension. Oh, no. Okay. But what if they get our chore wheel, Oh no! and then they try to monetize it? Oh, oh boy. No. Okay, Ooh. that's...
1: Uh, have you trademarked it yet? Were you supposed to, or was I?
0: That, I, my computer has been acting funny lately.
1: Oh, the Chrome thing?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: the Chrome profile thing. Uh,
2: interdimensional trademark law is notoriously hard to prosecute.
0: Yeah, so even if... Okay. Well, okay, it's, it's done, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, p- professor, um, is there um. any are there any other i know you you've got your school to advertise but uh is there anyone you're a fan of out there that you also want to you know give a little shout out to here
2: oh yes you know uh at the school we've been turned on recently to uh the broken brain podcast that's broken brain or the broken oh. brain you can find it wherever you have a uh, podcast distribution services or apps as you americans call them uh, you can listen to this it's hosted uh uh by a D- Dwight Hurst who is a psychotherapist that looks at psychology culture and things that make the world a bit more interesting oh. so uh, that's available and uh yeah so also currently producing a lot of bonus episodes you can catch the the audio of every episode in the regular feed the YouTube video uh with the full video of interviews is also available through Patreon as well as bonus episodes
0: now does uh does the your student who handles podcasts hosting can they do a Patreon feed separately? I know that the podcast you're talking about isn't hosted by your student, but just in general, it was
1: and a Spreaker specific. Well, yes, that one specific.
2: that one was Spreaker. Uh, this one's a bit beyond.
0: Oh, okay. You, so your student couldn't produce like a private RSS link.
2: Well, you know, Spreaker's got. Uh, you know, I don't know all the features, but uh, probably. We'll, well, you know what? We'll look into that. It could be so a, with enough guidance. Yes. You know, as you were saying, oh. maybe that's what this the school's is your for. guest lecture opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you I can do the podcast okay. production class. Many yes. of them have, and like angsty teenage podcasts as well. So this yeah, would be and, very it, popular.
1: It'll be good to tell them about how screwed up their genetics are as well. Um, just from a medical perspective, how. Uh, we, we we've gone over it so much on this podcast i don't want to go into it further but yeah well, uh,
2: shame reduction there sort of a sort of an alternate policy to shame reduction then
1: yeah uh, yeah well especially if i'm going to another school uh yeah so um thank you so much to uh professor narls exilophone, um for sharing about your school uh we're excited that I, it almost seems like our schools are the same uh, just like the slightest differences between them. Like maybe ours is a little bit more prone to violence, uh, a little bit more scared to be, I guess, public. Uh, whereas yours obviously is, you know, you're trying to make a big step out there. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to, uh, our producer Cameron. Thank you to, did you know the host Did you know the host and smith.com and this has been the jock doc podcast
0: see ya chillu